No. No. Listen. Listen to me. This is me time. This is Shane O'Clock. Games podcast, the number one video game podcast of the Geekscape Network. We are back. We are back. Yeah, we are back with another another episode. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've been gone. I'm your very loud, illustrious host, probably peeking all the microphones in in the tri-state area. Shane O'Hare, and this is Geekscape Games podcast. Behold, the podcast of Geekscape Games. I got Courtney Dawson on my right. Courtney I can't fucking... hear you. My headset cut out. I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh, you missed it. We got Courtney Dawson on the right. <laughs> Hi. Oh my god, Adam Lemoir on the left. I'm looking for a giant cockroach that just crawled by me. <laughs> all right, all right. So, well, my headset cut out again. Here on and I swear Batman. to God, Adam what? just said he was looking for a giant cock. <laughs> no, he was definitely <laughs> looking for a giant cockroach. <laughs> oh no. All right, so it's been a uh, been a while, as we said in the preamble. Uh, we've uh, missed a few episodes. Uh, we recorded an episode; it didn't go up. That's my fault. I'm sorry, but we're back. And oh, you hear that? You hear that distortion? What is that? High quality, high quality materials supporting the backbone of Geekscape Games. Uh, so, how's everybody doing? What's what has everybody been up to, video yeah, game wise? Oh, Jesus Christ! Just plug it in. Oh my God. Uh, Adam, what have you been doing uh, in the past month, video game wise? Bring us up to speed in the the world of Adam. I have basically been playing slowly, chipping away at Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Still, I mean, this game is just there's no way to put around it. The game is huge; it's massive. I actually just yesterday, last night, beat the game, and uh, aside from some disappointing end game stuff which i will not go into which i will not go into spoilers here yeah, i very much out. enjoyed the game it's oh, yeah. a great game i hope i can record a spoiler cast with someone sometime soon i've also been playing um just recently F- phantom dust this Ooh. is a really cool game came out for the original xbox back in 2004 Sort of became like a cult classic game, and just earlier this week, Microsoft announced that they are—they basically made a re-release of the game for mm. Xbox One and Windows 10, and it was available the very next day for free. Really? I no. Is there plans for it to come out to the Switch? I thought there were. Uh, no, no. This is an Xbox exclusive game. It was gotcha. for the original Xbox, only for Xbox One and Windows 10. Um, gotcha. If you kind of remember, there was a little thing about that, uh, Phantom Dust, a couple of years ago when Microsoft had their 2014 E3 press conference. They announced like a reboot game, but there was like disastrous results behind the scenes. So you know. It sort of ended up going into limbo. Hmm. I'm watching the trailer right now. Yeah, it's um, it's a very interesting game. Basically, it's sort of like um, it's like some kind of like an action fighting game, and it kind of, but it's actually still kind of like a, a collectible card game where you basically like. This looks awful. Where you kind of buy power ups. This looks awful. Like you make your own. <laughs> this is garbage. <laughs> no, it's it's actually a pretty fun game. Oh no. No, no what's wrong? What did you do? Did you do? Uh, me? Did you do? Yeah. Did you do the thing? Yeah. 
No, I was just Anyways, yeah, there's there's a really cool um you can do really cool sets, you know. There's a bunch of different types of um different moves you can use. It's got online. It's actually a really cool game that I'm actually kind of glad Microsoft decided to, you know, remaster this and put it out for free. You know, just just goodwill. It was really cool. Uh like they could do that with like PowerPoint. Can we get that for free, Microsoft? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, I just I just remembered the episode the the name of the episode that I wanted to call this podcast original original podcast. Do not steal. I forget. I forget. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking of ori- uh, original podcast, do not steal, Adam. There's the last couple of days have been have been kind of like uppity with news. Uppity is the wrong word, but there's been a lot of news going on, and I feel like Adam, you've been the only one that's that's, that's been at the grind. Aka been paying attention. Uh, I've been working crazy and sick, and uh, I've got a lot of mental health issues. Thanks, um. Uh, so, Adam, why don't you uh, why don't you tell us about the new Sonic game that everyone's getting excited about, and which, in reality, we shouldn't be getting excited about? Um. Well, Sonic Forces is, of course, the uh, Project Sonic 2017 that was revealed alongside Sonic Mania, which I'd say Sonic Mania has had a bit more of an edge. With it, you know, I think a lot more people are excited for that than Project Sonic 2017. But the tables may have just turned because this week, Sega basically announced that the third playable character that they teased during the Nintendo Direct about a month ago is officially you. That's right. You can now create your own original character and they will be playable in Sonic Forces. This is... Like I, 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 the moment I saw like that trailer, I was just like, I, I literally couldn't even like, and uh, I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm actually going to say this. I think this is actually a genius idea because this is essentially Sega's answer to Mario maker. It's something that fans have been asking for, for basically since the beginning of time. I mean, I mean, everyone's at least created some sort of e- original character. Yo, you like, back, you back the fun bus point. the fuck up. I have not even dabbled in original Sonic OC. Oh, very, well, I'm not saying Sonic OC, I'm just saying OC in general. Everyone's at least tried their hand at making an original character. Gotcha. I mean... All right, I, I I got a little I got a little bit too excited on that. I I, I apologize for no. I, I I reel it in. It's man. okay. I I even a cheeky I even threw a cheeky uh thing in my article saying you know if you still have your uh Sonic OC from the third grade now might be a good time to pull it out <laughs> and uh you know I'm get to about, work on creating new ones. I'm all about but, pulling um, out. It, it actually is really interesting, though, because it's not just like, oh, you can create your own hedgehog. There's actually seven different types of animals here that you can choose from, and they each actually have their own abilities. So the furries the bear, are go wild. Yeah, so basically the bear blows away enemies with a homing attack. The bird flies high with a double jump ability. The cat, uh, once it gets hit, it can keep one, at least one ring on itself. The dog restarts with five rings after the player dies. Uh, the hedgehog, of course, is gotta go collects, fast. Can collect rings when getting damaged. The rabbit has a longer invincibility time than most of the others. Just like. And the uh, did you just? Are you killing that cockroach? Yeah. <laughs> um, and the wolf. <laughs> the 
wolf automatically draws in rings from the museum, which they actually show during the um, How the fuck are you so nonchalant? But other than that, uh, the game's still coming out this this holiday season. Hopefully not at the same time as uh, Mario Odyssey. But other than that, it's, it's shaping up to look pretty cool, you know? I'm still excited for the modern Sonic and 2D Sonic. I actually really enjoyed Generations. I thought it was a great game. I'm really looking forward to see them keeping that, but also throwing in the original character stuff. We'll just have to see how it plays out, you know? Could yeah. be good, could be awful. It's Sonic. It's it's a wild card. Uh, I mean, I saw, the tra- I saw the trailer and I was like, I was like, yo, yo. Like, I, I, I was getting like pretty pretty excited and then i remember something that rocco Bodie from mega 64 said on facebook like D- don't ever get excited for a uh, a fucking uh oh, sonic game yeah don't, don't, don't get excited for another sonic game ever again it's like oh, a 3d sonic game I'm like all right all right fair 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 enough fair enough mm, well i sort of counteract that i mean yeah sonic boom was bad it was a disaster but you know Sega took, like, time off. They've taken, like, a couple of years off from Sonic games to really polish uh, Sonic Forces and even uh, Sonic Mania. So these, these are games are going to be good, I know it. Even though that I, I'm probably going to put it out there already and make a bet. Sonic Forces is probably going to get a lot of press hate. Oh, I'm just going to say that. It's it, No, no. I would say... Uh, People are just going to hate it on the... Like, pr- some press and outlets are just going to hate it on the principle that it's just another... 3D Sonic game, and, like, I, I, I bet you there's gonna be one, like, place out there, maybe Kotaku or Polygon, that's gonna, like, try to compare the two Sonic games, even though they're gonna be completely different. Sonic Media is being developed by other people, correct? Uh, Sonic Mania is being developed by Quish- Christian Whitehead, who who's basically, like, a Sonic fan, who did, like, a that's bunch right. of the that's well-known, right. like, hacks and stuff, like Sonic Before the Sequel, I think. Stuff gotcha. like that. And he even did the uh, iOS ports of the, the original Sonic games. But yeah, there's incredible faith in that team. A lot of people are excited about Sonic Mania. Tons of people excited about Sonic Forces. It's going to be a good year for Sonic. I can feel it. Yeah, uh, and, I mean, I, I already like prejudged it and pre-hated it because of the fucking creative character. It's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, man. Just a lot of, uh, I don't know, a lot of autism. Anyways, um, ARMS... The new uh, fighting game by Nintendo where you're using the um, extendable arms yes. fighting. They had a Nintendo Direct today, probably just so they can get this and Splatoon 2 out of the way so they don't have to show it at E3 again. Oh, bullshit. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna show them. They're going to give us a big old Splatoon Bukaki uh, come, come E3. <laughs> uh, they'll probably touch on Splatoon 2 a little bit, but I'm pretty sure they're not going to talk about arms at all. This was the big blowout for arms. It's probably not going to be mentioned at E3 outside of the tournament that's going on there. And so basically, they talked about new stuff in the game. There's seven different types of um, abilities, sort of, that are attached to the arms. You know, you can have anything from fire, electricity, wind, ice, stun, explosions, and, you know, blind attributes. Uh, They unveiled some new characters, uh, Kid Cobra, which is some sort of, like, extreme skateboarder guy. Mm-hmm. He looks, uh, he looks kind of fun. There's this like weird Beyblade arena type thing that he has, which actually looks kind of fun. There's um the two robots that work as a team, kind of like uh, Ice Climbers or Rosalina and Luma, bite and bark. Uh, one's a police robot, and the other one's like a dog robot. And basically, while you're playing as a uh, bite, the policeman, uh, bark is also helping you out, like attacking other players. Interesting. Or, or at least trying to do that. 
and their like specialties like they can fuse together for their like ultimate ability. And then of course the uh, the third waifu for the game that everyone is losing their shit over, uh, Twintel, the uh, movie star. Spell that. T W I N T E L L E. And basically, she doesn't have extendable arms, but her hair. She uses her hair for like the extending and stuff. It's it's a really odd thing, but I, people I typed are... in I typed in Twintel and I got pictures of Twilight Sparkle and gay <laughs> a, a gay manga like dudes fucking search, dudes. Search Twintel Nintendo. Yo, she's got a fucking fat ass. Yeah, I was wondering why you didn't know about her already. Yo, what's with all this gay porn? This doesn't make any sense. Anyways, there was um, there were other modes that were also announced. One being like a volleyball type of mode, which is actually pretty cool. Basically, you have to keep the volleyball. You have to keep a uh, uh, what's it called? You just gotta keep like a volley going, and then if the volleyball hits one of your one of the grounds on the side. It basically just blows up and you get points. Okay. The other mode is also called hoops, which I'm really interested in. Basically, what hoops is, is like basketball, except you're literally trying to dunk your opponent into the hoops. It oh, actually looks, It looks like a lot of fun. Uh, there's also the standard ranked mode online. There's an arcade mode where you go up, where you face all the characters, and then you, like, fight a big boss character at the end. You know, standard stuff like that. Uh, online mode is going to... You're going to be able to create lobbies up to 20 players. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then with your friends, if you want to do local, it's going to be like at least 8 to 10. So eight that's to still... 8 to 10 a, local? Well, like... It, like, not at the same time, you know. You're still, in, like, in a lobby. And oh. you're, like, it separates you. It's not like 20 people or, like, 8 people are playing at once. It's just putting you into the lobby and then separating everyone. Okay, into so certain groups. I, I have to say officially, officially, uh, a new waifu of the year, Twintel, like, yo, like, yo, I'm all about yeah, that. Yeah, pe- people are absolutely uh, going insane over this character, but, um, I wanted, I, I wanted the, to share my face. <laughs> uh, basically, the last thing they announced was that, um, they are holding a event, a demo event, similar to... The Splatoon test fire. It's called the Splatoon. It's called the arms like punch, the test punch or something like that. Uh, you can download it now, but the playable dates for the test punch are going to be the last week of May, I think. Let me check. It's going to be May 26th, 27th, 28th, and then June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. That's okay. when the Arms Global Test Punch is going to be. You can download it right now if you have a, a Switch. A Switch is And then they also confirmed that, just like Splatoon, Arms is going to be getting uh, future updates for free that add new fighters, new stages, and new arms. Cool. So they're basically going to keep the lifeblood of the game going, which is great. I, I, I have to just say that as, again... I love how Nintendo is adopting these um, these updates, these free updates for their multiplayer-focused games like Splatoon and ARMS. Because since they're still basically new IPs, they want to sort of ease into it. It's not like, oh, $20 pass for Zelda, there you go. It's like, no, these are going to be free updates, you know, every couple of months or so. It's going to be good. Hmm. And so I'm actually very excited about ARMS. It's, it's basically launching the week of E3. It's like June 14th or 16th that the game's coming out. So it's, it's coming very soon. So really excited for that. 
And then to end it off, they premiered the Splatoon 2 single player mode. And did you did you watch this one, Shane? Uh, I, I saw the trailer. It was... Uh, I, I, I'm really enamored by the Squid Sisters. And hearing them talk, it's just like, it's like, why are they so cute? Um, Squid Sister, singular. Um, and I'm really... Um, it, it looks cool because uh, the... I had a lot of trouble like getting into Splatoon like on a consistent basis. So having a single player uh, adventure to drag me in is really dope. So I'm super super excited. Uh, yeah, I, as much as I like admire Splatoon and love that it sort of kickstarted a brand new IP for Nintendo, um, probably the single player was the biggest highlight for me of that game because. I feel like after about two months, the multiplayer sort of just hit a low for me, and I sort of wasn't interested in it anymore. But, you know, I, I'm hoping that uh, Splatoon can have enough um, features this time to really keep me engrossed into the game, you know? I hope there's more consistent stuff for the game so that I don't get bo- bored with it. Because I, I, I really do like where they're going with this uh, series. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm interested. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Mad. Hype. But yeah, um, talking a little bit more about the single player, they they actually are introducing, it looks like it's going to be much longer, which I'm very glad for. Um, you'll be able to actually like use more than one gun in the single player mode, because in the original single player mode for Splatoon 1, you were basically just confined to like a regular splat shot. But you know, um, it sort of shows like Sheldon, who was the uh, sort of the weapons guy in the first game who sold you weapons, he sort of, like, airdrops in every now and then to uh, give you a new weapon for the stage. Mm-hmm. Those are also, like, uh, grinding, which kind of reminds me of Sonic Adventure 2 with the, all the grinding, but you can, like, grind on, like, ink rails, which is pretty cool. Um, they showed a really nice poster for Splatoon 2 at the end of the trailer, and right before it cuts out at the end, there's, like, sort of, like, an ominous-looking, like, figure, like, hovering above everyone. It kind of looks like a Callie. So a lot of people are speculating that maybe Callie has sort of joined forces with the Octolings. So that mm. should be interesting. I'm. That's interesting. That's interesting. But yeah, um, like Splatoon 2 and ARMS have a solid release dates. I can't find them right now, but Splatoon 2 is launching uh, July. I think it's like mid-July. So, so both of these games are extremely close. Like, well, well I do think uh, May is like a really bad month for the Switch. Besides going back to some Switch games and getting through them, um, June and July are going to be real heavy hitters for the system. It's basically going to uh, kickstart it again. I do believe so. Get things moving. I do believe so. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, what else we got going? What else we got going? Um, there's the only other thing that like was pretty like big that popped out at me was um, the 2DS, but that was that was a few weeks ago, so. Oh, yeah, we can talk about a little bit about that. Um, so about a week or two ago, Nintendo revealed sort of out of left field out of nowhere because a lot of people are assuming, you know, this is sort of going to be the last year of the 3DS family of systems. They're sort of going to cut its lifespan after this year, which I still think is kind of correct. But um, I guess sort of like a swan song, they're releasing this really nice looking 2DS and it's called the new Nintendo 2DS. And basically what they did was notice that the 2DS was one of the worst things that they ever made. <laughs> and they decided to actually 
make it decent and good. So what the 2DS is, it's a nice, sizable 3DS without 3D, which is completely <laughs> fine now because Nintendo basically abandoned 3D for the 3DS like two years ago. Yeah. Um, it keeps all the new Nintendo 3DS hardware in there, so it's still <laughs> a much more beefier 3DS. Much more beefier. <laughs> and... <laughs> yes, I, I'm very good at grammar. Um, and basically, you can actually close the 2DS. It's a, it's actually got a clamshell design this time. Uh, instead of, like, that weird, awkward cheese wedge that the original 2DS had. The yeah. best part is, it's only 150 bucks. It is freaking cheap. Yeah, I... And uh, you should I, all buy one if and you're, see, the, you're The thing was, it, like, it almost convinced me to, um, to buy one. Yeah, and that's the thing. It, it almost convinces you, but then you remember... The Switch is basically doing that now, which is kind of weird, because when they had that Nintendo Direct last week, and they were going through all the 3DS games, I'm like, this is a really cool 3DS game. I wanted to play this, but I wish it was on Switch instead. Right, right. I, I, abs- I kind absolutely of, agree with that. <laughs> I kind of don't have the time for 3DS anymore. Like, I even bought Dragon Quest Eight, and I'm very slowly going through that game and loving it. But I can barely play my 3DS now. It's just like it doesn't come to my mind. Well, I, I, first... I, I mean, I sold, I sold my 3DS to get my Switch. Uh, mm-hmm. I had no qualms of saying goodbye to it. Um, but I mean, it, it, Nintendo did their their fucking job because when this trailer came out, I was like, yo. I want that. I was like, wait, no, I don't fucking want that. I mean, it looks really dope, but I mean, it, it, like you said, it's 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 at the end. This is just they probably had a bunch of leftover parts that they needed to get rid of rid of stuff. So they're like, fuck it, let's throw it in a new enclosure and let's call it Gucci. Yeah, I mean, you know, the 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 Nintendo DSi XL came out like a year before the 3DS came out. So you know, this is just a standard thing Nintendo does. They do like one last hardware hardware revision, super cheap, just so people can get in and finally play this stuff if they haven't already. Like, because, you know, even the Wii had, like, a redesign near the end of its life when no one was buying it. Remember that weird, like, top-loader Wii that couldn't play, like, GameCube stuff? Oh, oh, the the little tiny, like, red one that didn't have Wi-Fi built in. Yeah, yeah, it was a really cheap Wii. It was, like, a really... I would I would almost say it's kind of like a bad redesign, but it's it's basically like if you only cared about like Wii games and just the Wii stuff, then you'd be fine. Well, it it, it was released only in uh, Scandinavia, and then it got released in America like a year later. Yeah, it it, it got released in like Canada or Europe like a year before. And That's then they sort of literally just what I just said, out. Adam. Yeah, I was I was confirming that. <laughs> I love you. God, you're fucking cute. Um, so, uh, le- what else do we got on our list? Uh, there's Witcher's going to be made into a Netflix series, and a bunch of people are upset that CD Projekt Red has nothing to do with it. Is anybody upset well, that they don't I, have I, anything to do with it? Well, I can see why some people would be upset. I mean, while the Witcher series was like uh, uh, sort of like an acclaimed cult following of books... Uh, I think it really was CD Projekt Red that sort of brought it into the light and, you know, made it popular. They popularized it with the video games because, well, I couldn't get into the Witcher games. I I do respect them for what they did to the RPG genre, and I know people just go crazy over them. You know, there there are people who I talk, there are people who I've heard, you know, they play Witcher 3, 
And, like, all they do is they don't even, like, play the main quest. They just sit around playing, like, Gwent, the card game. Yeah, in the that's, and that's why they released Gwent as a third-party standalone game. Not third-party, just a standalone game. Yeah, but, like, it's just saying that there's, like, so much to do in that game. They built so much of the world. They really realized it. Yeah. And so a lot of, I guess that's why a lot of people are disappointed that they're not going to be involved at all. Well, I guess, like, but, you know, I, one of the guys who was working on some of the cinematic portions and did, I think he did one of the trailers, um, he's actually going to be part of the series, as is the original author. And if, I think part of what I liked about The Witcher was the story, because I'm a nerd, and uh, if that's where the story came from, was that author then i don't know why you would want to be disappointed because the gameplay isn't going to be done like i don't see them straying too far from what the game has already given us like looks wise you know yeah um but of course you know you don't know with any adaptations you know castlevania i think people forget that the netflix animated castlevania show is still coming out this year i'm I, still um, slightly excited for that i think that's going to be cool um, I, uh, hold on. Uh, I interviewed the devs for The Witcher 3 a couple years ago at Comic-Con, and, and they said in Poland, uh, there is actually a Witcher movie that's been out for a while, and it's awful. Yeah. It's like, it's like absolutely awful. Um, hold on. So, I looked, well, you know. I looked again, and Thomas Beginski did the intro videos for all three Witcher games, and he's going to be, he, like, they're talking about doing a movie version of The Witcher, and he's going to direct that, and he's doing at least one episode per season of this Witcher Netflix deal. So, I don't, I don't see, like, with that, I don't see it straying too far from anything that you love in the game, really. Gotcha. Yeah, I think it'll probably be fine. Yeah, so don't worry, haters. Chill out. Uh, um, I guess one more thing, just like as a side, uh, South Park The Fractured But Whole, basically the sequel to South Park Stick of Truth, that finally has a release date because it was pushed back twice. Once it was pushed back to December, and then once Ubisoft was just like, uh, it's coming out sometime between 2017 and 2018. We have no idea. So they finally announced today that... Uh, Fractured But Whole will be coming out on Xbox One, PS4, and PC on October 17th. Dope. So that's fun. So if you look up the, the movie The Hexer, that is the, um, uh, that is, this, no, it's the actual, it's, a, it's the Witcher movie. Oh, it sounds yeah. terrible. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got a 3.1 on IMDb. So. There's a, there's a big push on the Critical Role fandom to have Matt Mercer play, uh, Geralt. It's gonna be a... If like if they could get him to do it, if he can get it, that'd be awesome. Ah, uh, he doesn't. He's 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 great. No, no. no. Listen, You're listen wrong. to me. It's okay. This is me time. This is Shane O'Clock. He, he's he, abusive. He's an amazing voice actor, but I just don't think he he could do a live action thing. Especially he doesn't <clears> look <throat> like Geralt. No, they put him. Geralt. They someone someone photoshopped him into it, and it looks great. It's yo Matt yo. You can Photoshop Stop. a smile on my face. Doesn't mean I'm actually happy. <coughs> no, but I can make you look happy, which is what's important. Uh, Unless that person actually isn't happy. But either way, let's move on. Yeah, um, yeah. We, uh, Overwatch, Overwatch anniversary <laughs> event. Courtney, what's that all about? Um, I'm dying. I'm so sorry. Um, so that's next week, starting the 23rd. Um, they're re-releasing Overwatch with like a. It's basically going to be like what you could get in pre-order if you pre-ordered Overwatch. So you'll get loot boxes and some skins and some some perks to some other Blizzard games um, if you want to purchase the game because mm-hmm. you're living in a rock and haven't bought it yet. Um, 
or living in Iraq. A what? Living in Iraq. Oh, uh, Iraq. Okay, I'm sure they have the game there too. Um, Do they? uh, No, I'm not for certain. Don't quote me on it, but I don't know. Um, They're also going to have a free weekend um, starting, I think it's the 26th through the 29th. So if you've never played, you can play. I thought it was the 23rd through the 26th. 23. 20, free weekend win, runs from the 26th to the 29th. But, okay. And they're going to have uh, the Game of the Year edition, which is their re-release of ba- what you could get before, is going to be on the 23rd um, and includes a whole plethora of goodies. And then okay. um, they're going to have some kind of uh, event on Overwatch itself, um, but they haven't released any details about that yet. Cat, you have to wait two seconds. Uh, I, I, I'd be pretty excited for this if it wasn't for the fact that I sort of <laughs> fell off of Overwatch. I haven't really been playing it as much as I could be. Yeah. Like, I, I really do want to get back into the game. I mean, I actually literally just got back into Hearthstone, and I've been loving the new Ungoro expansion. I hate what? it. Absolutely. Courtney, well, Courtney, why don't you dish about Hearthstone, because you're a nerd that likes Hearthstone. And Jonathan, um, if you're listening right now, I am alienating our audience with... Uh, offensive misogyny <laughs> why just go okay. ahead go um, ahead dear I don't know. i'm giving you I've permission been... to talk oh fuck you asshole um what if i could bitch <laughs> uh i i also just got back into playing hearthstone again um i played uh on my quote vacation because i was at my brother's and it was something we could kind of do together um <laughs> I, the one thing I'll say, like, I like playing Hearthstone. I will say that if you walk away from it for any period of time, for any reason, it's real hard to get back into it without spending a bunch of money. Um, because I don't have a bunch of cards that are really useful <laughs> that you would have gotten if you've been playing this entire time. So, like drug like, addiction. Like a drug addiction. Uh, I, I can't, I can't. I, I, no, I don't think that works that way, actually. Um, but yeah, so like they have these new quest cards you can get where you play a quest card and then it has like a requirement, like you have to play seven taunts or something and you get a reward after you play seven taunts. Uh, I don't have any of those, so I'm, I'm not competitive anymore. I, I don't know what any of these combos are. I haven't been keeping up with it. I've just been really disappointed with the last couple events that they've done. They haven't done any fun like solo adventures since... God, no, God just ate Karazhan. Karazhan was the last one. And those are way more fun than these other expansion packy things they've been doing. So, or at least in my opinion. Um, I've just been disappointed. So, I, I actually love Ungoro. I actually really enjoy a lot of the uh, cards that came out of that. They're good uh, cards. Don't get me wrong. It's just, like, it's yeah. so much work to try and get them. I, I felt like it's been a bit easier for me to slide back in this time, mostly because... Um, I have a friend, and he basically, like, when I was looking back and trying to get back into the game, I was like, I don't know, should I buy any of the other stuff, like Gadgetzan or Old Gods? He's like, nah, just buy Ungoro. I'm like, okay. And there have been some some of the cards that I really like, like the uh, Gastropod, the snail. Uh I love that. It's a really cheap taunt, and it's poisonous. It's a great card. But, like, I don't like spending money, like, like, again, I'm cheap as fuck. Once I buy a game, I don't want to pour more money into it just to buy like more cards or something. So if I can't, oh well, yeah, of course. Get I, it, I guess it helped. I, don't I guess it helped it. me that when I, I guess what helped me was when I logged back into Hearthstone, I had like a thousand gold, so I was able to buy like ten packs right off the bat. Yeah, I've I've been saving um, my gold because I'm waiting for them to come out with another 
like solo adventure so I can solo adventure again because that always well, costs you a couple thousand. So I just keep well, like hoarding it and waiting. It's not happening. Should get the way up. I've been looking at it, most of the Hearthstone stuff, like they're they're sort of spursed into like four months. There's like a new uh, addition to something every four months. But I think I read something that uh, Hearthstone was going to start phasing out the adventures. They weren't going to really do any stuff after Karazhan. Oh. And if they did do anything adventure type, it was going to be like for free instead. But um, speaking of Hearthstone, Hearthstone they, are doing, <laughs> they are doing some new updates very soon. They just announced. One is you'll be able to uh, earn quest goals towards uh, friendly matches now. So if you play against a friend, those uh, matches will count to get will count for your quests currently going on. And also, you'll be able to easily copy and share deck lists with deck importing. You'll be able to easily copy and import decks. Well, that's nice. Which is a really cool thing. Because that's uh, the they didn't pain give... in the ass ever, is trying to, like, make a new deck or copy a deck off someone else. It takes for fucking ever. Yeah, and so they're adding that, which is a really cool thing, and... Yeah, I, I think Hearthstone's doing some really cool stuff that's sort of absorbing me back in. And so I can't wait to see what they do with that. I can't wait to see what they do for the Overwatch anniversary next week. It's going to be fun stuff. I'm more excited for the anniversary next week for Overwatch, to be honest. Yeah. I tried playing today. Uh, I did all right, I guess, for not having played in like a month. <laughs> it wasn't good. Uh, so, Courtney, <laughs> though, you've been playing some games, you know. Uh, you were talking a little bit about them before we started the show. Why don't you uh, go into them a bit more? Uh, I gotta play Snicker Snicker Clipper. <laughs> Snipper Clips. Last, clips? Snipper Clips last week when I was in Alaska um, with Shane, which was pretty cool, I guess. We had fun. He didn't stab me in the face with anything, so that's always good. I really liked playing. What did you feel about it, Shane? Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> I, it was dope. It, uh, I've seen a lot of playthroughs on online, uh, and really watching the Couchop guys play it <laughs> sold me on it. Um, it was a little frustrating because you have spatial awareness issues. Have, Playing Portal have... with you was an absolute nightmare. Oh, I didn't know it was that bad. I'm so sorry. I I oh, don't yeah. have any. I have no spatial awareness in real life, and it's even worse in virtual reality, which yeah. is why I don't like climbing puzzles or jumping puzzles. <laughs> yeah, because I can't. But I thought thank I was God doing... it was two D. I'm sorry. Thank God it was two D. I mean, it was it wasn't that bad. I was really tired, mm. so that didn't help. My brain <laughs> just shuts down hard. Um, uh, Adam, At least I wasn't uh, how high. about you? Uh, I haven't actually fully purchased Snipper Clips yet, but I have uh, tried out the demo with a friend. Um, I absolutely love this game. You know, this is just a jolly little uh, eShop game. You know, you play with a friend, you have fun. You know, it's very relaxing. You know sort of like a team building exercise in some ways and um i know just recently i think nintendo was saying that during their uh investor meeting that snipper clips had uh sold over three hundred and fifty thousand copies and that's a digital only game so that's really strong like they successfully launched a good eShop title so good on you nintendo you did a, a really good job game. with that yeah I mean, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, what else? Uh, the little I mean, face when she squats down, it looks like she's constipated. Like, Literally. I think that's it. Uh, it was a good, uh, what do you guys say? Put put the episode in the yeah. can? Yeah, let's yeah. let's throw it in the garbage, you know, take out the trash. Absolutely. We're done here. Absolutely. Yeah. 40 minutes in, you know, <laughs> under the hour. Um, we got to get back in the groove, but it's good to be back. 
This has been a while! I think that's gonna be- Yeah, a little rusty, you know, shake off the rust. Yeah, we'll be back in, in our prime next week. Absolutely, we're gonna get more, more people on the podcast. Uh, um, you know, just get that rust off the trombone, you know, get everything looped no. up, ready to go. Um, we got, uh, we'll do some E3 predictions next week. What do you say? That sounds fun. Dope. So, uh, uh as always, you can find us on, uh, geekscape.net. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash groups. That's groups with an S slash geekscape games podcast. That's facebook.com slash groups slash geekscape games podcast. Uh, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash geekscape.net. On Twitter, at Geekscape Games. I am at Shane O'Hare. And if you're in Alaska, in the Kenai Peninsula, in Wasilla, this Saturday, there is an anime convention, a uh, popular arts convention, <laughs> but an anime convention called uh, Takai Con, T A I K I I Con, Taikai Con, uh, that I will be uh, DJing at. 7 p.m. Alaska time, but um, I believe this is their second year, and it's a bunch of really passionate uh, nerds, and I'm Weebs. excited to... Yep. Uh, hey, I'm a fucking weeb, so I'm, I'm completely okay Weebs. with it. I'm gonna be cosplaying. I got my unicorn horn out. I got my horn out. Got my ears out. Gonna bring my tail. It's gonna be dope. And uh, where is this at, Shane? Uh, it is at, at Wasilla, Alaska. Well, technically Palmer, Alaska, at the University of Alaska Matsu at the Glen Massey Theater. For more information, go to taikai.com. Go All right, Arctic ta- Dragons. Oh, you tell. Why don't you tell our, our lovely listeners about so that? So I briefly attended uh, the University of Alaska Matsu, <laughs> and they voted on a new mascot while I was there just for the Matsu campus, and they voted to be the Arctic Dragons. I shit you not. <clears throat> Which is almost as good as my school mascot, the gooey duck, but not quite. <laughs> uh, Fear I, the clam. <laughs> I mean, nobody beats Stanford University's mascot. Is that the banana slugs? No, that's the tree. Their tree? It's, yes, the Stanford tree. I'm a, mine is like a really phallic looking mollusk. Are you sure? Um, I'm going to, here, wait, wait, before we, before we end out the show, I'm going to send you a link to pictures of the Stanford tree. Okay. All right. We're gonna get your. I'm looking. Oh, it's a really rapey looking tree. <laughs> All it. right. I don't know. I'll give it a toss up. Yeah. I'll give it a toss All right. up. Where were Shit. we? Yes. So yeah, you can find Closing me at uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, dot com. Uh, Miss Courtney Dawson, where can people find more of you? Oh God, in a grave because I'm gonna be dead. Uh. You can find me on Instagram as GeekyGirlAK, uh, and at Twitter, I'm at AKGeekyGirl, I think. Yeah, and uh, tell us more about, uh, do you remember your show? Oh, yeah, I have a show somewhere that's being edited. Um, <laughs> it's a D&D podcast. We play 5th edition D&D with Made of Bullshit by yours truly. Um, hopefully we'll get to play again here pretty soon and put out another episode from... Oh, I'm, not, I'm all about putting out. Uh, it's what... Geeks and Dungeons. Geeks there and Dungeons. Go. That's what we're called. Yeah. We, we broadcast that on Twitch when we all get together and have time. Yeah. It's pretty fun. I need to write for that, actually, before yeah. we can play again. You do. You do. Well, thank you, my lady. And oh, Adam Lemois, where can people find more of you? You can find me on Twitter, the Emoji Movie, at Emoji Movie. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Xbox Live, the ACZ. You can actually find me on Twitter at the ACZ, the underscore ACZ. 
that's about it. I would tell you my Switch friend code, but that is super long, and I don't feel like what? taking out my Switch just to give you like a 15-digit long friend code. It's it's super so long, can... and you don't want to whip it out. <laughs> uh, we'll. I'll, I'll tell you it after the show so you can put it in like um, what in the actual article when you upload the podcast. Uh, sure, why not? Go. Okay. All right. We'll see you guys back here next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. See ya.